welcome each one to this sad yet happy occasion. For those of us who know the Lord as Savior and believe the Word of God, we are grateful that the Word of God tells us that we don't sorrow. We do sorrow, but like others who have no hope or no assurance. And so how grateful we are to have the Word of God that enables us to see beyond this life. Why don't we just open our session here in a word of prayer. Our Father, we are grateful this morning for such a Savior in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior that our dear brother Raphael Lawrence knew and loved. We thank you for the great salvation that we enjoy in him, for we are able to look back to that place called Calvary and there see by faith the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so we thank you for a known salvation that by faith we understand where we were once sinners headed for a lost eternity. We thank you that the Lord Jesus gave his life for sinners. Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners. And how grateful we are for each here this morning that know the Lord as Savior. And we do thank you for our dear brother who is now with the Lord. For to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. How grateful we are for such knowledge, O God, imparted to us. And so we just pray your comfort and blessing for all the family, as we meet here this morning to say goodbye to our dear brother. We ask this in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And now, Brother John Ebanks will have some words. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. We are humbled this morning as we are in the presence of death. It humbles me to see once a man who was very active, alive and well, lived a good life. A dear brother, a dear friend, to be lying in this casket. I'm humbled. But I like the <clears throat> front page of the program that says service of thanksgiving. We are giving thanks for the life of our dear brother. He lived a full life. And 
Raphael Franklin Lawrence. Most people here at Boulevard Bible Chapel do not know him as Raphael Franklin Lawrence. We know him as Brother Lawrence, affectionately, because he was a real brother indeed. So, if you hear the reference to Brother Lawrence, please excuse, because that's the way I know him, to be Brother Lawrence. Brother Lawrence has many favorite Bible verses. And in the program, there is one of his favorite, which I will read. It's in your program, Psalms 123. It reads, Unto thee lift I up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. <clears throat> Behold, as the eyes of servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress, so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God. Until that he have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord. Have mercy upon us. For we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is, is, is exceedingly filled with scorning of those that are at ease and with the contempt, <coughs> contempt of the proud. You know, in, in the last days of Brother Lawrence, I noticed he used to put his hand behind his back and looking up to heaven. Now I understand where he's coming from. Unto thee I lift up mine eyes, O thou that dwellest in the heavens. He was waiting, <clears throat> he was looking up on the hills from which cometh his help. In the program is his <coughs> eulogy, which I will read. Our brother in Christ, Raphael Lawrence, <coughs> Raphael Franklin Lawrence, age 89, went home to be with the Lord on Sunday morning, April 8th, 2012, on Resurrection Day, at Broward General Hospital in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Brother Lawrence was born in Cuba, November 14, 1923. He was the eldest child born to Cecil and Adelaide Lawrence. At an early age, his parents returned to Jamaica where they settled in the parish of Clarendon. He migrated to New York City, USA in 1975. While in New York, in 1983, he accepted the Lord as his Savior and committed his life to Christ and began to fellowship <clears throat> at the first 
Presbyterian Church in the Bronx, New York. He worked in the hotel industry until his retirement in 1991. He relocated to the Miramar, Florida, and came into fellowship at Boulevard Babbitt Chapel until his home going. He enjoyed the outdoors, fishing, gardening, and working with his hands. He was highly skillful in various trades, and above all else, he enjoyed reading his Bible and worshiping his Lord and Savior. He is survived by his wife, Olive, four boys, Howard, Raphael Jr., Gary, and Kirk, predeceased by his son, David, four girls, Ruth, Janet, Yvette, and Sandra, stepdaughters, Marion, and Yolanda, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, and friends. He will be missed. Our brother Lawrence was... <coughs> a godly man. He feared God. He was faithful to his Lord and to his brethren. He was a prayer warrior. I remember working with Brother Lawrence. We were called to an air conditioning problem at a house. <clears throat> and when we went there, we turned the breaker and boof, the breaker trip and spark. <clears throat> that was a direct short in the air conditioner. So we <clears throat> troubleshoot <clears throat> the components of the air conditioner and found that there were no short there. So we went and further troubleshoot, we went in the attic, 120 degrees in the attic on a hot summer day. We found no reason why we should have this short. But Lawrence, <clears throat> he came to me and said, John, let us pray. We held hands and we prayed. We went back troubleshooting, we went back in the attic, we went over everything that we <coughs> did before. And in the attic, <coughs> we found <coughs> the Romex cable was touching a, a metal stud in the attic. And there was the short. We found the problem because he prayed. He was a prayerful man. He was very skillful with his hands. There's nothing that, whether small or large, that he couldn't do. And when he does it, he does it with perfection. 
He was a perfectionist. I remember there was a, a rocking chair made of leather, leather seating with my first son's name mark on it. And over the years it faded, it deteriorated, the, 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 uh, the leather started to crack and it was in bad shape. So one day Brother Lawrence came to my house and he saw it. And he said, John, I can bring this chair back to life. He took the chair, he worked on it, he brought it back like brand new, like it just came from the furniture store. He was amazing. He was an amazing brother. And I can stand here and tell you many, many stories about Brother Lawrence. But Brother Lawrence, his body is here in this casket, but his real Brother Lawrence is not here. He's caught up absent from the body and present with the Lord. What is in the casket here is just uh, the vessel that God has used to keep the real Brother Lawrence in. But he's not here. So we have to be comforted that he's now united with his Savior and with his Lord. We have to comfort one another. There's a scripture in Second Corinthians that I would like to read that we might find some comfort there. Verse 3 of Second Corinthians reads, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort who comforted us in all tribulation that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God I'm not concerned about Brother Lawrence anymore I'm concerned about the family members <coughs> that are left behind. And there's a poem <coughs> that <coughs> have blessed my heart <coughs> that I would like to <coughs> leave with you all. <coughs> the topic of the poem is <coughs> Let the Lord It says, it goes like this, let the Lord have his way in your life every day. There is no rest, there is no peace until the Lord have his way. Place your life in his hands. Rest secured in his plans. Let the Lord, let the Lord have his way. I would like to play a, play a medley 
with your home, Nico. Words of comfort. Brother Lawrence used to enjoy me playing the harmonica for him. And as a tribute to the family, his wife, his children, his grandchildren and great-grandchildren, I trust that you'll find comfort, that God will take care of you. What he betides, he will take care. In all your needs, <clears throat> it says he will supply. But God will take care of you. The tunes are <clears throat> very familiar. <clears throat> you can sing along, you can hum along, <clears throat> you can just listen.
Surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. In Jesus' name. The Lord Jesus Christ would say, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I will come again. Now, if I were to say those words, surely you'd say, well, maybe, maybe not. But it was the Lord Jesus Christ who said those words, that one day he will come again. Our brother Raphael spoke many times of the rapture of the saints when the saints would be taken off this earth. Now he was taken in another form. He was absent from this body and then present with the Lord Jesus Christ. But oh, how near and dear it was to him, those words of the Savior. I will come again. I say that to say this. Because I spent a lot of time with Raphael Lawrence. And one day I asked Raphael Lawrence, I said, Raphael, would you be interested in coming with us to a little ministry we have over at the South Florida State Hospital to present the gospel? He, he couldn't have jumped at the chance any more eager. And from that point on, and years to come, he never, ever turned down an opportunity. I could never go to Raphael and say, Raphael, are you not feeling well enough to go to the hospital meeting this afternoon and, and give those folks the gospel? Oh, no. He was always there, and he always presented the gospel. This was a man who loved the Lord. I spent time with him in fixing that old Nissan of his, you know. That old Nissan that should have been gone a long time ago. And he just kept patching that thing up. And, and wherever he had a question and he didn't quite know the answer, he'd call me in because he always complained, all oh, these cars are so high-tech. I said, Brother Raphael, you don't know what high-tech is. That's an old Nissan. <laughs> but I'd come over, and there are many times when my legs would be hanging out the old Nissan, and I'm up there doing something on the old Nissan, and he's handing me tools, graciously handing me tools. And you think all that was on his mind was that Nissan? No, all that was on his mind was his Savior. And, and, and he kept going back to that same theme. All oh, the mercies of my Savior. He was saved late in life. I don't know anything about that life. All I got was the honey. All I got was the sweet. All I got was, a, was an older gentleman taking me and, and encouraging me in the Lord every chance he got. 
That was Brother Raphael. Oh, he didn't speak of that old Nissan. He spoke of his Lord. That's what carried him. All the days. Until the Lord finally looked down from heaven and said, My dear child, it's time to come home. And the Lord took him home. I want to read for you one of his favorite psalms because one of the things that delighted Brother Raphael even more than preaching the gospel in that old folks' home was when he sat right over there where I'm pointing and during the Lord's Supper, he would rise to his feet. And there's testimony in this room that will testify to the fact that oft times there were tears flowing down his cheeks as he would remember our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's what moved Raphael Lawrence. I don't know what was before. I wasn't there. But I know how sweet it began to be in those last days. This was one of the Psalms. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that the youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known His ways unto Moses, His acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide. Neither will He keep His anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is the mercy towards them that fear Him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath He removed our transgressions from us. That never ceased to bring tears to this brother's eyes. And now he has a Savior who will take and wipe away every tear from his eyes. He never ceased to be amazed as to the mercies of God. We, we heard of it a few times already, didn't we? We even heard it referred in the New Testament because it's called the Father 
of mercies. What a statement. Oh, don't you see? The God of mercies tells me that He is the authority to apply mercy where He'll apply mercy and take away mercy where He takes away mercy. But the Father of mercies is the compassionate one who, like a child, says, I love you. I love you. And though Raphael Lawrence was saved at an older age, and he confessed to me on numerous occasions how he turned his back on the gospel. He turned his back on the gospel. He, with tears again, would always tell me, we have a long-suffering God. Because that God never gave up on Raphael Lawrence. He sent his son into this world to take care of Raphael Lawrence's problems and mine too. The son died the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God. Oh, where would we be without the mercies of God? It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, said Jeremiah. Because his compassions, they fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I never heard one word from this man's lips. Never one word amplifying Raphael Lawrence. What a godly man he is. Indeed he is. But I never heard one word. Only words came out of his mouth to amplify his Savior. For great is his faithfulness. What a God we serve. Who looked down on this earth and saw a problem that there wasn't a human being created as a creation of God, could do anything about. So he sent his son. His only begotten son, the word of God calls him. That one who was perfectly sinless, that one perfectly full of grace and truth, he sent his son because he knew there was no one else could deal with the matter of sin. The Bible is clear in stating, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. For the wages of sin, the Bible says, is death. Oh, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. I'll guarantee you this. If he were here today, that's what he would want said. He wouldn't want a long exhortation about himself. Oh, he'd want to hear the words of his Savior. That's what he lived for. And now he's in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and faith 
has given way to sight. He sees now what he by faith saw when he walked on this earth. When he, when he stood over me as I laid underneath that Nissan, handing me tools, speaking of the Savior, that was by faith. Now it is by sight. All tears are wiped from his eyes. And he's in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ whom he served. I think he'd want me to ask this question. Do you know his Savior? Do you know his Savior? Because if you don't, you don't have the security of knowing that, that if your body were to collapse and cease to be, you'd be in presence with the Lord. Do you know his Savior? The Word of God is very clear. The Gospel is very simple. The Lord Jesus Christ came into the world to die for sinners. Paul said, of whom I am chief, I'll join him. Of whom I am chief. And I think Brother Raphael would say the same. Chiefest of sinners made holy by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Aaron. just want to direct your attention to the back of the program. And this last song points us to the cross, the old rugged cross. And the one that died on that cross, the Savior of sinners, that wants to be the Savior of each one here this morning and each one in the world if they will only have Him. So maybe we can sing that. Let's stand. Sometimes we sing better when we stand. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. All of the verses of this lovely tune. Let's just remain standing and close our session in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for these lovely words that point us to the cross where our Savior died. We thank you for the Lord Jesus, the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We thank you for the life of our dear brother Raphael Lawrence and for the fact that he did love the Savior. He knew the Savior. He worshipped the Savior. We thank you for the inspiration that he was to many. But, O oh God, our prayer here this morning as we say goodbye to our brother is to think of those that may not know the Savior as their own, like he did. Oh God, we thank you for the tears that flowed from his eyes that showed us that he loved the Savior who died for him. And we just ask afresh this morning that if there is any here that do not know the Lord Jesus as their own personal Savior, looking forward to that glory that they will share as we were just singing that this morning might be that time. We do commit the family to you, O God, and all the friends, and we thank you above all for the Savior of sinners, the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's in his name that we do pray. Amen. You may be seated. And while this is taking place, just want to remind all here that there will be a repast uh, after the burial service right back here at Boulevard Bible Chapel as soon as the internment is over. <laughs>